go straight to the word of God today. Don't forget Tuesday is a teaching service. Um, we have two weeks fasting and prayer, but we announce the date to you. You know, beginning of every year, we we need to fast and pray. I'll give the date to you. Amen. Father, once again, want to thank you. We've come to a place to receive your word. In the name of Jesus, may your presence lead us and give us understanding. Let the revelation knowledge of your word become our portion this morning. And blessed according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, smashing the financial gates is a series that I've started. And today, we're dealing with breaking out of poverty. Say, breaking out of poverty. So let, let, let me add it's breaking out of poverty, lack, and want. You know, they are all cousins, lack, and in fact, even indebtedness, they are all cousins of poverty. They are all together. Um, one of the things about poverty is poverty is a secret agent that can come to your life on our way. It's a spirit that he can hide in your house or in your father's house or in your mother's house several generations. And sometimes people are not aware he's there. Only they know his works. And sometimes people are aware that as for, for our family, we for poverty is we deal with it every day. But they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to destroy it. And so the bottom of poverty is passed on from one generation to another. And especially when you are traveling from the villages or from the town to the cities or when you are going to school, I mean, your parent will sit you down and remind you it's about what? The poverty. You know the poverty in our house. How endemic it is. And so, as you are going out, be careful. They will not even tell you that learn how to destroy poverty. Don't go and come back with poverty. They only give you caution that uh, don't go and get involved in any matter because as you know, say Amen. We, 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 we have nothing. Amen. And so most often we neglect or we overlook poverty, but he's there. In the family, he's there. We, over, we neglect. 
Sometimes during funerals and then the family come together, then you see the need to destroy poverty. So among your siblings, among everyone, I mean, I said, well, and this one, I, I don't have it. You know, you know my situation. You know. But thank God that through his word, through the word of God, if we are properly instructed through the word of God, we can destroy poverty. And God wants us to destroy poverty because poverty brings shame. It brings dishonor. Poverty, uh, sometimes people compromise with their integrity because of what? Poverty. I've seen beautiful girls engage in prostitution. If I yesterday on our way going home, um, I, I, I went somewhere to preach and there's a particular place I pass um, around East Legon. And, and now I, I decided to count young girls who are into prostitution. Every night they come around there. And I counted and I counted over 50 and I, I lost count. Amen. And so poverty is something it can let you do what you don't want to do. Poverty can let you bend the rules. You know that this is against the law, but because of poverty, if you are not careful, you can break the laws and you'll be in trouble. So when we talk about destroying or breaking out of poverty, it is something really that we need to take it serious, especially as people of God. It's not just prayer. It's not just fasting. You can fast, you can pray, but poverty will not go away if you don't receive the right instruction. And this is what many Christians among Pentecostal, charismatic, and Orthodox Christians, we have come to sometimes deceive ourselves instead of going into the word of God and know what the Bible says and so that we can deal with the issues we just brush over it. Amen. Turn with me to the book of 2 Corinthians. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter eight. Second Corinthians eight. We're reading from verse one. Now look into your Bible. You can write it down when you go home. Go over it. Don't just listen or just read it here. Write the scriptures down. And when you go home, take time and go over them. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Paul was talking to the church 
in Corinth. But he made reference to the church churches in Macedonia. And he talked about a particular grace. Say grace. That means these people, they have certain abilities. They have divine abilities. Enablement. Something unique that they do effortlessly. And, and I want you to learn and say, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Even though the church in Koro, uh, the church in Mes- churches in Macedonia, they were in deep poverty, but they decided to break out. They didn't say, we, we don't have it. Apostle Paul, you know our situation here. There's no job. There are no businesses around. But because they were determined to break, come out. If it takes an effort for you to come out of your poverty. It's not just sitting down and, 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 and expecting people to sympathize with you. Hallelujah. And so, these people, out of their deep poverty, Paul say, it brought them riches because of their liberality, because of giving. They learned about as the earth remained, Sea time and harvest. Even though they didn't have it, they did not give excuse. They decided that I will come out of it. And, and that is what, as a believer, you need to determine that no matter what level I am, I will come out of it. I will not allow poverty to cripple me. Poverty is a spirit. And thank God we have the anointing to destroy it. Put your hands together for the Lord. Verse 3 For to their power I bear record. Yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. Paul is saying that I bear the churches in Macedonia, that even though they, 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 they were in deep poverty, white poverty and black and green poverty, still, they decided to break out through the grace of giving. Say, the grace of giving. The grace of giving. And so, um, to come out of poverty, it takes not only prayer and fasting, but the grace of giving. Amen. Now, let me share briefly with you before we come back to that. The things that you should stay away from 
if you want to break out from poverty. Number one is alcoholism and drug. You know, drug abuse. You become addicted. Alcoholism. You know, people believe that alcoholism, as more of fact, if you study the Bible carefully, the Bible has got a lot to talk about alcoholism and drug abuse. Just look at Proverbs 23 verse 21. Proverbs 23 21. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty. If if you are drunkard, that means alcoholism and glutton, greedy, glutton, uh, somebody who will eat. Uh, we have a, an account where uh, um, Amen. Every fourth, I, I, I knew a certain man in my village. If he'll go over and collect leftover, and he'll just sit down, and he, he was not working. He was, this man didn't have farm, and that's how he was living. He died as a very poor person. So you need to understand when you are eating, there are some of us, once we have a lot of drinks in the house, we would drink everything. When it's rice, we will eat everything. One day. Once the food is there. Um, in my village, they used to say something. That there was one guy. You uh, go there. For us to throw the leftover, we will eat and get sick. That's the little meaning. Amen. You need to weigh. It's not because the thing is so delicious. So you eat, uh, eat more, eat. Uh. Some, of the, some of the soup, you need to leave something. Oh, you finish everything for the day. You will get into poverty. It's a sign. Turn to somebody and say, it's a sign. It's a sign of poverty. Years ago, a certain woman came to me and his complaint is that, Bishop, I wanted to go and pray for my boys. He used to have three boys. One day, they ate a bunch of apim. That's a day. They will cook and eat. Cook. So the house helper was telling them, no, mommy will be angry. They keep quiet if you don't know. And before they knew, they've eaten everything. I know boys, when they get to certain level, 
they eat. They need the muscles to do hard work. Hallelujah. But you do it in moderation. It is very important. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. So the Bible says, For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rats. Every day, oh, Kono, I, I knew a certain man. He used to go, Kono, every day. Who are you? Who are you? Uh, hey! Amen. They will not bath, they will not change their clothes, and that's how. And so, if you are addicted, God can deliver. In drugs, it has happened. There was a popular musician in Ghana. He was young. At the age of 17, 20, he hit the world number one. Stayed there for six months in America. And that was a big thing. Became rich and famous. And that guy was talented. He became an icon. Amen. He fell into drugs. He became a member of this church. Took him through deliverance. And he would get delivered. Sometimes three months, he won't touch it. And I'll look for him. I won't find him. You know, some of our music, we recorded with him. I took him to studio, and there were some, even songs I was writing with him, some Christian songs, which we were doing, and we couldn't finish it. So I would look for him. I couldn't find him. I would go around, search, and I would see, hey, pastor, pastor, pastor. Prayed for him. I took him to anchor for two times. For rehabilitation. I paid for everything. And there was a certain man. What this man used to do. He used to have a house. At a ringway estate. We just buy the cocaine. Food. And you go there. Young girls. Young men. And they just eat. But I confronted that man. But I didn't have the backing of the law. Are you with me? And this guy died. A pauper. Disgraceful dead. Amen. So, poverty, alcoholism, and drug addict. Now, let's look at Proverbs. Proverbs 31 7. Proverbs 31 7. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. You see, when you get to certain level and you think you can use alcoholism or drought to cover your inefficiency and lack of achievement, you lie. And that's what some people do. Let me drink and forget myself. When I was a kid, there was a certain man who lived next to us. And he used to sing certain songs. It was when I, I grew up, 
then uh, I, I, I started to understand literally what this man, and it was something every evening. You, you hear this man singing, bring my calabash to me, feel it and feel again, and let me drink and drink again, and to forget all my soul. And the man kept on singing and asked, ah, what is this song? And he used to have a second bed. He said, may the palm tapper live forever. And may we, the drunkards, be blessed. Amen. And that man died a pauper. Put your hands together for the Lord. The devil is very wicked. He can deceive you. Amen. Another sign of poverty and, and, and how poverty can grip you is through laziness. Say laziness. Laziness. You don't do anything. You're not doing anything basically. And you have to eat. You have to drink. You have to know who should fought that bear. Basically, it's a sign that you are walking on the path of poverty. So, you try to do something for yourself. Start working. If you are not working, you start working. Do something for yourself. Let's look at Proverbs 6. And Proverbs, Proverbs says, that is where you find the, a very popular scripture that the lazy man should go to the ants and learn their ways. Amen. And for God to tell you, go and learn from an animal, it means you are not using your brains. Now let's read uh, Proverbs 6, verse 9. How long would thou sleep, O sluggard? When would thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth. And thy want as an armed man. A little sleeping, folding of hands. While others have gone to work, you are sitting down and watching TV. And all that you flip from one channel to another, from one radio station to another, doing practically nothing you will come to poverty. I say you will come to poverty. Put your hands together for the Lord. You will come to poverty. You have to do something. Don't fold your hands. If you want to kill poverty and you are sleeping, you are not doing anything. Sometimes all that you do is to 
go to the fridge, eat everything. Amen. You are traveling on the road to the city of pulpits. And may God deliver you. Amen. So lazy. I mean, and, and lazy people, sometimes they will get a job and every job they will complain. They will give excuse. Oh, and the job is this. And, 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 that job, and the manager does not like me. And, 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 and the way that they're over the place, I don't like their atmosphere. Uh, the workers are rowdy. They are not decent. They are not fair. All the time. It's a sign that the person is what? A lazy chap. Especially if you are a man. You're supposed to work and take care of your home. Take care of your children. Bills are there to be paid. And a man will be sleeping. And when the wife complains, but for the fact that you are not the only one who is not working it will not bring food to your table when your children are sick you're supposed to take them to hospital pay school fees it's your responsibility and if you're a man and you sit down and only complain and I'm here to cry because God wants a man to work. And it's in the Bible. He said, you Adam, you do what? You sweat. He didn't say if you will sweat. The Bible says, Adam. So whatever the woman is doing to support, you should know that Whatever that the woman is bringing home is to support you. I'm not saying that if you're a woman, you don't have to work. No, you need to do it. Take care of a few things. There are some things that my wife does. I don't buy them for her. Amen. And so, you have to do something. Amen. It's not everything. Oh, I need lipstick. Then you go to your husband. I need a pencil for my eyebrow. I need this. Everything. It's good. Well, when the man will buy it. And one thing is men want surprises. Sometimes you didn't buy the thing and you see your wife come out. Wow. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. The next thing is refusing instruction. Instruction, refusing instruction, that means you don't want to learn trade. You want to become a mechanic. You will not listen to instructions. You want to become a driver. You will not listen to instruction. You want to become a seamstress. You will not listen to instruction. You are working with people. You don't want instruction. You don't want to be instructed. And so, you want to be paid. How? It won't work. And some people ego. 
I mean, Amen. You decided you want to become a houseboy. And every houseboy must have a madam. Because that house, somebody's house, is not your house. So you need to be instructed. And here you have people, you are a driver, don't want to be instructed. Hey, madam, take the car key and drive yourself. Amen. And then you leave the job. Uh, two weeks, one month. Chale, can I get two? You start asking your friends for two, for one. Instructions. You need to listen to instructions. Proverbs 13, verse 18. Proverbs 13, 18. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regarded reproof shall be honored. Sometimes you go through the meal, people will reprove you, uh, people will uh, to correct you. Amen. I was in a certain house and uh, madame of the house was showing the girl how to lay table. And this guy, You've come to somebody's home. Meanwhile, your mother was living in a two uh, 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 chamber and hall. You didn't even have dining hall. You've come to somebody's house with a dining hall. And the person is teaching you how you should set table. Your house. And the table Are you with me? Amen. For the first of Papa Fia table, Kitwa near the sea or near the Akunyasi or now Papa Sisuno Dino. You want to compare it with a table. Your mother said, you have to set the table. Put the nappings this way. Put the knife here. And no need any problem. That was her problem. And the knife have to be here. The fork. And that's debate. Amen. Say, may God help us. May God help us. So refusing instructions. Refusing instructions. And the Bible says if you refuse instructions, you can't learn anything. It's even a privilege. I know somebody who was a house helper and today he's married to an ambassador, a diplomat. Oh yes. 
I met the woman in the house of Nana Mankwa and, and, and uh, Mama Mankwa was telling how the woman it was a house helper and because she was very good the diplomat lost the wife came to the house, they were talking and said, oh, this is my house helper she is very good and just a recommendation you see so when you humble yourself to learn it will help you put your hands together for the Lord the last one the last one amen is refusing to tell your own land Refusing to tell your own land. Some people have the habit, they don't want to tell their own land. Proverbs 28, verse 19. He that telleth his land shall have plenty of bread. But he that followed after vain persons shall have poverty enough. Telling your own land means doing something for yourself. Taking care of your own. You have your farm. You will not weed the farm. You will not sow in the farm. And you are all the time sowing in other people's farm. Today, after this Administration. I'm going to preach for somebody. But I have to come to my own. I told the person, look, I have to tell my land first. Are you with me? Amen. Today is Sunday. I will not just leave my farm. So I have to be in my farm first. And so if you can delay your service, then after my farm, I can come and help you. So you have to do something for yourself. At the end of the day, you help others. You support others. But there are some, they are just following. Oh, my, my, my brother business. My brother is, is my brother's business. My brother's business. My brother's business. They won't do anything for themselves. I'm not saying it's wrong for you to support your brother's business. But do something for yourself. It's good to support your sisters. But do something for yourself. Tell your own land. Tell your own land. There are some women that just wake up They'll go and sit at this friend's shop. Talk, ah, meanwhile your friend is making sales. He's making money. And you are just there. Talk, 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 ah. Amen. Tell your land. Tell your land. So, in your farm, Weed. 
your farm. Make sure you clear the weeds in your farm. You need to fertilize your own farm before you fertilize for others. And that principle, if you have that principle, it will help you. There are some when they come to friends, they will do everything for their friends. And then, what did you do for yourself? What did you do for yourself? There are some, when their friend call them up, they'll be on call. Even they will leave their own. Sometimes there's an emergency in the house. They will leave it. I'm not saying you don't have to help people. But tell your own land. Point to somebody and say, tell your own land. Tell your own land. You see some men, they'll just be following friends. Your friend is uh, doing business, transacting business. And you are just there. Oh, uh, oh it's, it's a good idea. Oh, it's a good and at the end of the day, you expect your friend to give you something. And by the following vanity, it will help you. May God give us understanding as we go with these teachings. Write down the nose, go over them, and see how to defeat poverty. Poverty is very skillful. It's like Maradona, he can dribble you. If you don't open your eyes well. But thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And wherever poverty show forth, we'll deal with him. May God give you understanding. Father, I pray for your people. By the power of the Holy Spirit, bless them. Open their eyes. Lead them the way they should go. In the name of Jesus, amen.